You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Greg E. Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Terra Nova. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Terra Nova news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Terra Nova. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It is Phil Svitek, and I am joined by Kristen Carney and Kendra Cavasell. Yes, you are. Uh, We don't have Gabrielle Loren here today with us. Um, I do want to thank the girls for for being here uh, the past two weeks, of which I wasn't, um, holding down the fort as they say, and doing a good job. Um, but I am excited to be back in this penultimate episode. Well, we welcome you back. Yeah. Uh, thank with you. With open arms. <laughs> That's right. And the, uh, the bear hug. I, I almost thought you were going to say the title of the episode, which is uh, Within. Within. I thought you were uh, going to somehow tie that in. Within. But, uh, I was. You just got to it before me. Fair That's enough. where I was. So, yes, episode 10, the penultimate episode. Um, I, but although in some sense you could think of next week as two episodes, but in one, mm-hmm. the season finale. Two hours. Um, very exciting. I'm excited for two hours. It's, you guys were very excited when the season premiered with the two-hour episode. Yeah. Isn't it fitting to end it with two hours? In, in, the big, in the screening room of the big TV, so it feels like a movie. Yes. <laughs> but I won't be here. You won't be here? Yes. Oh, I'll no. be home but celebrating Kwanzaa. Oh, really? I'm just kidding. Fair enough. But we get ahead ourselves. We digress. Um, let's see. Let's uh, First off, let's talk about Sky because obviously uh, she was kind of the big question. I, For me, I always thought it was the bartender, right? I'm going to – I'll cop to it. I, I thought it was the bartender who was the um, the, the yeah, spy. The mole, yeah. And uh, to to get the fact that it, it is in fact Sky, was it shocking to you guys? Did you? Well, I think Sky was always a big question mark for mm-hmm. me because I couldn't ever get her vibe. Was she a good person? But I will say the surprise for me was Sky being a spy. It's going to be hard to say after a while. Mm-hmm. Just call her Bucket. Yeah, Bucket being a Sky does not rhyme um, with good intentions for. Terra Nova. I wouldn't have guessed that as much because I thought she actually was probably a bad mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So and, that was a surprise. And uh, I mean, for me, what what I like just in general is that the show is kind of coming all together. Stuff that uh, you know we questioned early on is fitting into all these things. Um, and what I like is that she is a multi layered character. Um, she's doing this for the obviously the mother, and as we later find out. Um, she only reveals certain information. Nothing that would put uh, put them in jeopardy, like obviously with the convoy today. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, they had planted that, but it didn't come to fruition. Right. So, there you go, Kendra. Sky's <laughs> not so bad after all. She was still shady a little bit, so... But well, I think was, we'll see... We it, found out it was good intention. Yeah. I think we'll see in the coming episodes, not to skip to predictions, but that she... 
will probably in the finale be punished by the Sixers because I think they're going to find out she was doing some tattletale. I mean, every everyone's. I think you know it's I, all going to come to a head. I mean, in, in layman's terms, I think Judgment Day is coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then. I guess the question, though, for that I'm still trying to think. You know, a lot of a lot of things were answered, but um, why was she so tight with Josh? Why was you know what I mean? Was she trying to use that as an angle to get in? That's what I'm not quite sure. Looking back on all the episodes, I think yeah. it's also just to save her own face, like you know, to put up this persona, like you know, I'm this good girl, and she, you know, she wanted to impress Mr. Shannon. She wanted to impress Josh. She had to kind of keep up appearances with. The main people, the key people mm-hmm. at Terra Nova. So that, that's, you know, that's a motive. Yes, I get that. Because um, in some sense, you know, for me, I was thinking, you know, she should have just kept quiet. But obviously to gain intel, that wouldn't really work. Right. You have to sort of be out there to to gain the trust of people. Yeah. Right. But what do you think she pulled from the Shannon family? Because it doesn't seem like they were doing anything that would be of utmost interest to the Sixers. But it's always, uh, you know, whenever whenever... Um, the Shannon family is mentioned, whether it's the Sixers or anyone that's sort of shady, as we found out with the, uh, the bartender today. It always raises eyebrows and it, it puts everyone on edge. Like, okay, you're the sheriff's son, you, you're involved with the sheriff, whatever it may be. It always puts everyone in their sort of place. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, and so, you know, it, it, in some ways, if you can win, I mean, I mean, Jim Shannon is now Commander Taylor's right hand man. If you can gain his trust, you gain. Commander Taylor's. Exactly. What was her? I can't remember very well. What was her in with Commander Taylor? Was it just that he knew her parents well because he seemed to be like a pseudo father to her at the beginning of the series? I think that I, I think a lot of that had to do with it. Um, obviously, as we saw, you know, he he says good to see Deborah to the mother. Um, so I think he's always been protected, and and it could be a side of um, Commander Taylor, you know, where. Um, he's trying to reconcile for the fact that him and his son, um, you know, he, that he messed up with his son. Um, and I think there is something genuine to him as well where he, you know, being being an officer, he genuinely cares about his sort of troops. I know they're not necessarily troops uh, in, the, in the regular sense of the word, but, uh, you know, as he says in, in episodes past, he know, he used to know every person's name in Terranova, mm-hmm. which, you know what I mean? Like think of our sort of generation of the world we live in uh, – I don't know my neighbor's names. Do you? I don't know her name. I do. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I you're you're the only that. person who does. <laughs> um, take time, you know. And which is, <laughs> I, I think, um, the interesting line for me this episode was when they're playing chess, uh, Commander Taylor and, and Sky, and uh, he's like, your mind's not on the game. And then she pulls a move and she, she, she says, you didn't see that coming, did you? And Commander Taylor says, I guess not. And, th- uh, you know, that is very symbolic of their relationship. You know, she she's always been a um, uh, daughter figure to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, there you go. I think with Sky um, answering his question, to Commander or um, Jim Shannon's question about where she was. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she had to kind of give off those vibes, like oh, um, just you know, so that he could pick up on it. But it's always interesting to me when. Someone says, where were you Friday at 11? I have no idea where I was. I don't even know where I am right now. And, like, um, it would, to me, like, um, the son Josh, if he was, like, this is really nothing to do with, like, the plot of the show. But if Josh was, like, oh, uh, um, 
what was I doing? And then he thought about it. But when you instantly go, oh, I was doing this, liar, boom. And I can no see right that. There. Uh, I mean, the <laughs> ironic part is that didn't play too much it. into it. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, obviously, it was just more by the, by the tapes that they found. Right. Um, it's just an observation. I mean, I think his father could tell he was lying because, you know, fathers know how you would answer a certain mm-hmm. question. Yeah. But let me ask you guys this. Uh, like, why wouldn't, um, why wouldn't Sky sort of know that, where these cameras are? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Like, when she was going under um, to brush. leave, yeah, when she was going through the brush to actually leave Terranova that night that they saw her, don't they watch those tapes? And wouldn't she have gotten caught in the past? And wouldn't he, if the mole, um, if he wanted to catch the mole, knowing that he had sent the castaway to the Sixers place, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't he have just done that sooner and used him to to see who was going back and forth? Well, uh, it's always tough. You you can't exactly figure out who the spy is. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if I have a spy somewhere else, you know, um, I'm going to keep that and play that close to the chest rather than reveal it to everyone. You know what I mean? Um, he didn't earn that yet, maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, just think of the movie Departed, you know what I mean? I mean there's so many movies out there that, that the whole purpose is to figure out who's the mole, and, uh, you know, that's why you always play that close. Yeah. It's it's the double agent. You don't, re- uh, you know, you don't reveal that. Yeah. So, um, what else What I was going to say about Sky or Bucket? I, lo- I love Bucket. Bucket. Which, <laughs> She's but, the bucket list. <laughs> by the way, uh, very. I thought I thought uh, endearing story. You know about why? Yeah, because I had the question when when she was first called Bucket. You know, I was like, why Bucket? And and then it came out. The writers probably felt they had to include that in. No, well, I think they came up with that because of that story. Um, and sort of shifting into the uh, another big aspect of it, uh, you know, uh, Lucas Taylor, the son. I liked um, that sort of dynamic of them talking and sort of, uh, if you look at back at the episode, they didn't really interact much, but th- when they did, it really revealed a lot, you know, about who who Commander Taylor is. Um, and I, I guess all of what Terra Nova represents and everything that's sort of going on. Mm-hmm. You know, well, through his eyes, through Lucas's eyes. Yes, but then you also get Sky's perspective too. Yeah. So you're kind of you know presented with both, and not that Sky says much. You know, most of it is just her reacting. But you could tell by her reactions, or you at least try to interpret some things. Mm-hmm. Do you think Sky is going to admit to Commander Taylor or someone in Terranova that she? put together that final piece of the puzzle for Lucas, or do you think she's going to hold that to herself because he said he needed her to complete the puzzle or complete the mm-hmm. the chip? Um, I think in... I mean, I, I guess she could say... Um, I'd like to think in some ways they just already know that she's responsible for a lot of it. Um, and now that they know the sort of circumstance under which she did it, um, they forgive her. Because that's going to weigh heavy on your conscience. Like, the people who let people through on 9-11 mm-hmm. in the airport. A couple, like, I don't know if one mm-hmm. or two committed suicide because of the guilt that went into it. So I wonder if that's just going to play up in the next episode at all. Her guilt for just, I know, yeah, I we think, know the reason why she did it because her mom, but then, you know, there's that bigger picture of like, oh my God, these people's lives are like gone because of me, mm-hmm. possibly. I mean, I think it, it, if it does manifest in that sense, it won't be as like, oh my God, 
there's a secret I'm keeping, it's it's going to just more eat at her and sort of people telling her like, no, it's 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 not your fault necessarily, and she's going to be go the other way. No, it is. You know what I mean? So it's going to be externalized rather than internally building and building. Yeah. Um, but um, wh- what did you guys think of uh, Commander Taylor's son? We kind of really he, got. He's him. a nut job. We were talking about him. He he is a little. <laughs> He's a nut he, job. He's a, yeah, he's scary. When, when he first brought up August 2138, what did you guys think happened on that day or rather month or whatever? He was born. <laughs> I don't I honestly when he said that I really had no idea cuz I thought well is he old enough to maybe be born on the thir- 38 but I didn't know, you know. I thought it was just about the conflict with his father. Well, it was um and the day the mother. And if if you kind of go back at it um you know, uh, it, it's interesting the way um, Lucas portrays it, and then what we, what is revealed to be what it was. You know, uh, Lucas says, um, "My father's not a god; he's just a man, etc." So, uh, when you think of it in the context that he couldn't stop the mother from dying, you're right; he's not a god; he doesn't have that power; he couldn't do anything about it. Um, I still think I like that final. I like that reveal. You know, mm-hmm. it's obviously what we've been waiting for, but I think there's still going to be something else revealed. Um, I think there's just a little bit more that can't be the only explanation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, d- did you see the part? I know you stepped out for what one second. Did you see the part where um, Commander Taylor said to Sky, "Show me proof that you talked to Lucas"? Did mm-hmm. you see that part? Uh, I did not, unfortunately, because I was hoping so bad that she was going to use that line. Taylor's not a god; he's a whatever he's a man mm-hmm. um but instead she used that year 2139 because he you know commander taylor goes tell me tell me one thing to make me believe that you were with lucas and she's so i just a bit everywhere <laughs> <laughs> she should have revealed that like line of like he said you're not a god and then like drum up all his emotions but she did i mean still drumming up emotions saying 2139 or whatever year she said mm-hmm. but that's what she mm-hmm. said august 21st and so he stopped and then just got in the car and, yeah. and went back to Terra Nova, but I thought that would have been badass. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, interesting, uh, you know, uh, it's it's weird looking at that relationship, and then obviously if you com- compare it to um, Jim and his son and how the, the Josh was kind of splitting off, yeah. but now it, it's sort of back on the, quote, good side, if you will. Well, I wrote down, um, in that scene, I wrote down, uh, Shannon probably doesn't think his son's so bad after all. Like, yeah. maybe I shouldn't ground... Maybe I should take him out of his grounding right now. He's at least not building a portal to, like, ruin lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is very true. Um, or is he? Uh, no. Yeah, right. He's like, no, nah, he's not smart enough. I know my son well. But when he's grounded... The, the reason I say that, uh, that there's something more to the story, uh, I feel like it's whatever Commander Taylor did at the time of the death that really made Taylor... Or, uh, not Taylor. They're both Taylors. Lucas mad. You know? And uh, and I've always it, Kendra's always been suspect to it. Where commander, it, there's a alternative motive and for command. Still there for me. So what do you think it is? I, it's it's underlying, and even in the preview for the next, uh, well, for the finale, something. I think something's going to come out. I still do. I still feel. But what, what do you think like, that is? Like, what is it though? Can you put your finger on it? I just don't know. Or point I don't us know in if a direction. Playing both sides. I don't know. I felt that way for a while until probably two episodes ago. I was like, well, maybe he's a good guy. Because his son, his son even said in that last scene, um, this isn't a u- utopia, old man. Like, let it go. And so maybe Lucas knows him really well and truly knows that he's 
aiming for a utopia and to preserve what's good and what's left of the world. Because for a while, I definitely thought Commander Taylor was like sneaky weaky. Well, I think because I also think that chess scene with Skye was symbolic of a few things. And when I I don't know, he made a move and then she made a move and she said, um, I bet you didn't expect that, did you? And I guess I don't remember if he said (laughs) the exact words he said. He said, no, I didn't. Right. So in a in a sense, I thought that was something that's going to play out in the bigger picture. Well, I think he's I, still I, kind of navigating. I mean, I think he's still kind of navigating, but um, as every decision he's sort of made, he, I think he's done with the best intentions. And I think us questioning him early on is because sometimes it is um, hard to really believe that someone can be that genuine, I guess, and really want this utopia. Whereas um, in, in, in Lucas's case, he just really doesn't believe in this utopia. You know, mm. it's it's much easier to it's criticize and be on the page of Lucas rather than say, you know what, we can really build this and do something special here. Yeah, this is just crazy. It's easier to be jaded and bitter. It I is. know from experience. <laughs> it's always easier. But I, I think mean, Lucas is is just so set on proving his dad wrong. I don't think Lucas really cares what the what the result will be if he's con- I don't think Lucas is convicted to like saving um 2149 or you know I, I don't think he has the same goals as the people in 2149 do mm-hmm. to end Nova I think he just wants to mess with his dad and he doesn't care at all like what the bigger picture is that's where it, no, but, but that's I think where he is short, short-sighted because when you're angry or something you become short-sighted because what's important to you is revenge or um yeah. whatever is going to fill that like anger void that's where the question mark lies too with commander taylor all of that's going to come out about somalia the date august to the was it 21 august 21 21 because for lucas to have such a hatred for his father to want to destroy him etc something something's going on something deeper i definitely could see i think i mean what what it that's my analysis in i guess to sort of analyze it i think what's going to happen is um the the mother or what happened rather was the mother died, um, and then Commander Taylor was tried to be um, as uplifting as he could about it, but um, the, the Lucas the son was just such a pessimist and and just blamed the father like you let her go you said you'd always protect her or something like that, and um, you know uh, I don't know uh, Commander Taylor might have given a cheesy line but she's up in heaven looking over us and the kid just couldn't buy that and then was resentful you know. I mean, it, it's an age-old story, sons being uh, upset with their fathers. We see that with Josh and Jim. But there's a spectrum of emotion, you know, to say I'm going to destroy him. That's that's pretty Well, that's, that's taken <laughs> to the extreme. I right, mean, so at, at the end of the day, uh, I don't know if, like... He never played catch with him and... Well, there's that, but... Uh, to destroy him. <laughs> but, <laughs> How but, dare you not play catch? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anytime you talk about evil, it's, it's, it's always um, anything that's a good intention other otherwise good morals taken to uh the furthest level right you know what i mean when i say patriotism do you guys think that's good or bad it can get bad uh, anything yeah. can Which get turns bad into extreme. Nazism. Because right. it, you know right. i mean literally that's what that's what it's 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 an extension of otherwise good intentions yeah. that's what evil is anything that becomes extreme is always going to go awry is always going to end up bad like even with politics, if you're super, super right-winged or you're super, super left-wing, either way, it's like you're forgetting about everything else that's actually happening and everything always goes bad in an extreme. Yeah. Except me. I get better. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 
And then I get, I, uh, I would like to talk about sort of this more. I mean, uh, I'm really curious who these people are that hired the Sixers and how to, how how to, that all works. Right, I am too. I'm really. Um I'd like to know more. I wish they did flashbacks more to 2149 because honestly, I'm so curious about the the way the writers perceived the world to be in 2149. I know we got a quick glimpse of it in the first episode, but I, I hope in the finale that they go back and we actually see how ba- how we're reminded how bad it is. Yeah. And the people that I, I do, I am kind of confused with um, how Terra Nova was formed because it seems like the way they've painted people in 2149, at least that have to do with Lucas, they're pretty bad people that don't preserve anything and there's nothing sacred left or anything. But there had to be some people to even go ahead and create Terra Nova. You know, where did those people go from 2149? Are they all in Terra Nova and that's it? Or are there people left that have ideals like that? I mean, we know Commander Taylor was on the first pilgrimage. Um, so, you know, in, in, to, I guess to Commander Taylor's credit, he's that optimist. So he, you know, he, he could have been one of the people spearheading it in some capacity. Um, in terms of, I, I wouldn't have necessarily wanted to see flashbacks, but, but just, uh, through backstory, yeah, um, yeah, kind of yeah. interspersed throughout all the episodes. Like we know, um, we know some things, but I guess it, w- it would be nice to know more um, and really use it as sort of um, ammunition against each other and yeah. arguments and things like that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with you. I think we will see something um, from t- 2149. Uh, Kendra, what about you? What are your thoughts on who these people are? <laughs> are these just G-men? Who are these? G-men. Yeah, just random extras. I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I think, but I think you know, not seeing a lot of the backstory is what keeps people coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know we'll see more of that. Yeah, in the finale, and if they get picked up for another season. But the, are there any hints? Um, again, because what 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 we initially doubted about the show, I think it, it's com- uh, paying off and things like that. Is there anything looking back that could give us a hint who these people are? I think they're because I think there has I, I think uh, you know now these guys are smart enough to kind of do that. It's not just going to be like oh these guys are um, whatever uh, you know just random men. They're yeah, not just I think present they're that as that. I picture I mean in my imagination I picture them to be um, kind of like just shysty businessmen that just want to rule the world and work at Citibank mm-hmm. and ask me for my student loan payment every month. You know, like I think they're just kind of like money hungry. Um, guys that will go to any length and will cheat on their wives. And I just picture them to be like immoral people to um, kind of like a Dr. Evil of sorts. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to take over the world. That's it. And they know that a key to it is going 80 million years ago and starting then because the, I actually did have this question I wrote down. Um, in the first episode, they said that... The rock. You're going to bring yeah, up the rock. Yeah, yeah. Because they sent that rock and it didn't touch time or change time. However, um, I think it was Lucas who said during the episode um, uh, that the people in 2149 want to change the past to yeah, predict the, the future. Change the past, change the future. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the line in also that yeah. first episode. Control the past. Control the past, control the future. Yeah. Right, but they said in the first episode that they couldn't control the future by changing the past because they sent that rock through it and it didn't alter it at all. So I'm confused if 
if that is actually possible or if I'm just misunderstanding or I think something's going to come up. I hope it's I don't think it's going to be to the extent of like, oh, uh, Lucas just figured out something in the equation that can make it do that. Um, or the rock's still traveling and it's going to hit someone eventually. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I think there is some sort of explanation to that. And uh, I think they will bring it up. And that, that's going to be a big thing. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. Um, it has to be. But I want to know who these people are. Why don't we know? I know. It has to be an indication. Is it, is it Malcolm's people? Is it the bartender's people? Because they're almost like more badass than the Sixers. Well, they're very more ba- much more badass than the Sixers because they're the ones controlling the Sixers. So I'd like to yeah. see who. They're probably Lucas's people. Well, they're, they're I think, I think Luc- they're Lucas's, Lucas's boss. boss. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it seems that way. See, everything's not what it seems. No, he what said it, it, he said the people I'm working for mm-hmm. to make this. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is sort of a prediction, <laughs> but uh, in in the sort of uh, eminent war, do you think Lucas is going to all of a sudden realize his mistake and turn and try to help uh, Commander Taylor? You know what I think is going to happen is I think he's going to, it's almost going to be this um, moment that makes him really vulnerable where he has a knife to his throat or a gun to his chest and he, uh, not wets his pants, but so to speak, mm-hmm. at that moment, well, doesn't think, stand up and be a man and he'll I think what he's going to realize, as you said, um, he's, he's been very short-sighted and his whole goal is revenge, revenge, revenge. And uh, when his head clears and he sees this sort of uh, chaotic revenge, that he started, he's going to realize, wait, this is what I was doing this for. This isn't right. You know what I picture it as? I picture it from like um, Indiana Jones um, with um, the with Vigo, the evil guy, and his little artist who like controls him. And then once he gets hit with the mm-hmm. with the um, Temple of Doom, <laughs> you're talking about? No, Ghostbusters. Ghost- Indiana, wait, Indiana oh, Jones. Oh, did I say Indiana Jones? Indiana oh my god, that was really confusing. I meant Ghostbusters. I, I think I was just already sprayed with the Ghostbusters. Okay, so stuff. Ghostbusters two. Yeah, Vigo. And when, you know, the art guy the yes. that controls him, when he gets sprayed with the um, pink the stuff, goo. the yeah. goo, he's like, he wakes up and he's like in this pure, like, uh, what did I <laughs> what do? What did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you guys? I love you. I yeah. feel like that's what's going to happen to Lucas. Okay. Except just not with the cute accent. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, any last sort of thoughts on this episode, um, just in general? Um, I... Uh, I, I like to I like to see the change in, the shift in characters like the bartender for example even though that was like a small example mm-hmm. um, he started off kind of as this tough guy and now he wants Jim's approval so I kind of just like to, to see him go oh Mr Shannon sure mm-hmm. give him uh, here you go you know you can have this so I kind of just like seeing the change in characters I like seeing Sky evolve because the whole time I did think she regardless that I didn't know she was the mole to begin with once I found out she was the mole last episode I thought for sure she was a mole in like a way where she was totally all about it. Yeah. So I like kind of seeing that shift. So I like, yeah, I like the movement within the characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, not the bowel movement. But just the <laughs> movement. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of the real quick? Um, we didn't discuss this, but the subplot of uh, Maddie and her trying to, uh, you know, to barter. Yeah, she had to barter. <laughs> it taught me something. Like I, I am so not business savvy that mm-hmm. in that scene I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Well, just. I like I liked seeing it, but it was kind of uh, I. You were frustrated. <laughs> I was frustrated in the sense like I would have loved Maddie to like punch, puncture a hole into yeah, the wheel, yeah, 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 so that she could that o- moment. yeah, so yeah. she could offset it. But it, but it actually ended up working really nice, mm-hmm. um, where she obviously had to end up at the bartender's place, and then he was suspect of like, oh, 
wait, you're the sheriff's daughter. All right, here, here you go. Yeah. She just says, would you like a wheel? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought that was kind of the lighter side of this episode. Yeah. I liked um, that they kind of revealed that the deal that Sky and Mira had was informational. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a little revealed, like a small one. <laughs> that's true. As opposed to any kind of other... And, you know, I love how that's that's how it always turns off. You know, like, okay, we have this deal, mm-hmm. but uh, the person of power all of a sudden says, like, nope, all right, you got to do this much more and just dangling that mm-hmm. uh, in front of their faces. And, like, what if the wind was supposed to come and blew this medicine away for your mother? Right. <laughs> that drug that Mira had for her mom looked like cocaine. She was like, oh, what is this? It's just like, oh, it's a happy drug. Well, they live in the woods. Right. Um, anyway, any, any <laughs> other last thoughts in general? Uh, before we head into, uh, we'll come back with DL Dinosaur of the Week. We'll have some news and gossip, and we'll talk about the big, big predictions for the season finale so we can all be wrong next week. <laughs> or you guys could. You're going to be right, Kendra? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fair enough. No, you're not. Uh, After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? I'd like to buzz about the DL Dino of the week. The smooth intro. I like that. I know. It's 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 much more hip. Yeah, yeah I like hip. it. DL Dino the of D- the week. DL Dino to the tune. All right, Kendra. It's like get- porno. <laughs> Do you have the instrumental? <laughs> we gotta get I'll, I'll, send that, I'll send that over for you uh, tonight. Okay, thanks. With the mix. But yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Kendra's got a hot date. <laughs> Just you. Cue up the uh, Jurassic Park theme song. Yes! Oh, yes! fun to do DL yes. Dino to that. You'll see a tear stream down my face. I love that movie. Okay, well, so today's DL dinosaur, as you can see up on the screen, is uh, a floating head. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> he had no body. It's called the Spinops Sternbergorum. It's and, basically uh, a triceratops with seven horns. Well, it's funny that you say that, because it actually comes from the same dinosaur group triceratops came from. I'm a Look smart nice. man. Good job. <laughs> I'm a smart man. I'm learning my history. <laughs> yes. Well, you're in the future because you're ahead of me. But um, this one is actually from an article from last week, um, and it mentioned... Sorry, the sound got all dramatic. um, (laughs) That fossilized skull fragments of this dinosaur um, is actually a new dinosaur species announced this week, well, which was last week, um, and they collected dust in a British museum for nearly a century before scientists were able to analyze and describe them. See, Jess, you could turn it up louder. It's okay. Yeah, get that bass booming. 
There we go. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> um, so paleontologists are hypothesizing that spin-ups, which lived between 74 and 76 million years ago, could be the missing link between two previously known species, the Ceratopsians, the same dinosaur group the Triceratops came from. Interesting. So just briefly, I'll just fill you in that it was a plant-eating dinosaur that weighed more than a ton and was about 20 feet long. Um, am I still in the same? Yeah. <laughs> What's more, he's, uh, the specialist said that because the fossils were found with a lot of other bones, the spin-ops likely traveled in herds. So they had a lot of friends. Very inspiring. Very social. They went yeah. out for drinks after work. Yes. And apparently they had blue patches on their skin. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. I like that. Some camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. Another, I guess, prediction of what it looked like. My dad um, hmm. is a biology teacher. Interesting enough, none of that knowledge passed to me. However, he did watch um, one of the shows that I had posed a question where I said, um, how do dinosaurs that were so large find enough sustenance from just leaves? And he said, well, Kristen, he sat me down one day. He uh, lived a cigar. And he's like, let me tell you about how, how things work. And he just said that there's so many nutrients Oh yeah, in the green, in, you know, in the green that it actually can sustain them. Oh yeah, the shit we eat. I had no idea. You could eat the shit we eat, and then you'd be dead and like, yeah, right. we're killing ourselves. <laughs> right, if we gave more. them a Big Mac, they'd keel over. One more uh, interesting bit of info. <laughs> the uh, Spinops, Spinops Sternbergorum fossils Sounds Jewish. <laughs> were um, unearthed in 1916 in Alberta, Canada, my homeland, uh, by Charles Sternberg and his son Levi uh, while doing work for what was then called the British Museum. A letter dated in 1918 found that uh, found in the museum's archives called the Sternberg's findings nothing but rubbish. So that's why the specimen sat untouched for 90 years. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. That, you okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone just got really mad and jealous. Yeah. 90 years. Yeah. Jesus. It's a long time to sit on some... Some gold. Yeah. So much more epic when you guys do it over the summer. It is. I know. Why? We, I mean, should, like, we should do the whole entire podcast over this. See, I'm Gabby gonna... tries to take my show away, and then she tries to be cute and figure out new things. To, nah. Wait. We're wait, doing- what? Gabby. 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 I'm blaming that on Gabby. <laughs> she can't, she's not here to defend herself. Oh, that's right. I'm going to... I'm gonna uh, Text her? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm reading... Uh, I'm reading... Uh, for news and gossip for my part oh. I'm going to read some tweets about Terra Nova so the first one is in Spanish I hope uh, <laughs> quien lo diera dos amigos trabajando juntos XD Terra Nova my friends work something Terra Nova oh, I see yeah. uh, <laughs> right. let's see um, I mean just in general just go, kind of going down this uh, first off it seems a lot of college students uh, aren't studying and rather watching Terra Nova mm-hmm. um, hashtag such a nerd <laughs> um but uh that's good to see that people are you know becoming this excited and uh you know really want to see the ep- as they say epic conclusion mm-hmm. yeah and i think it will be i think it's going to be better than lord of the rings <laughs> i'd agree with you but i've never seen lord of the rings uh, before we get into predictions though let's uh what do you have for news and gossip um, Viewers have been wondering about the fate of the characters, but Fox has deferred decisions on an extremely expensive show um, that they will 
come out with their decision following the finale. Um, and with that news, Jason um, O'Mara, the star. Jim so this, Shannon, is, this is in regards Shannon. to whether or not there will be a season two. Right. Jim Shannon, um, Jason O'Mara, also known as, tweeted last week, decision to pick up Terra Nova hashtag for season two deferred to New, to New Year by Fox Broadcast broadcasting everyone involved remains confident and optimistic so i don't know if they're getting news that no one else gets or if they just are feeling optimistic and positive well, but uh, we'll take, see i don't know why don't we take the before before we go to predictions let's take this moment and say you know what uh i'm glad we'll, i'm glad we do what we do here with AfterBuzz um because i we're very much supporting the show um, and hopefully people see that, that there is this sort of buzz and talk about all of it. Um, and, you know, that is a worthwhile show. Um, speaking of which, to help show those people at Fox that, that this is a worthwhile show if you really love it, you know, comment on our iTunes, um, tweet us, etc. Tw- um, yes. Use, use uh, Fox, uh, mention Fox, mention us. So that way people know, okay, you know, this this show is worthwhile to keep. Yeah, if you make comments, it's like doing your part. Like if you feed a child for a dime a day, like you feel like you're not doing anything, but you really are. Exactly. So if they comment, they really are adding to the momentum. Yeah, that would be interesting to actually see the hashtag Terra Nova trend. I don't think I've seen that yet. Well, let's make a trend. Let's make AfterBuzz trend. And hey, honestly, uh, tell your friends. Like if you if you like Terra Nova, if your other friends like Terra Nova, but if they aren't listening to us, um, let them know that we're out there. And again, trust me, it will only help. And uh, it's the smallest thing we can ask. We don't ask you for money. We don't have 8,000 commercials during this whole episode. Um, Our opinions may not always be right, but we love giving them nonetheless. So please support us in that way. Yes. Uh, But with that, why don't we get straight into predictions? So we can be wrong on that for next week. I'm just going to go ahead and say a lot of the budget probably went towards this finale two-hour episode. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of explosions. Which I'm excited for. Again, this is going to be better than Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> and I'm only stealing that from South Park because that's what they always, like, they always measure anything up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is even more epic than Lord of the Rings' <laughs> final epic battle. But um, I, as I kind of also predicted, I think, uh, I think Lucas will sort of turn um, about three quarters into the episode. And say, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. But where will he say that from? You think he's going to come back? I think he's going to come back. Yeah, he's going to come back with them full four. He's going to be like leading the charge. I think he'll have to die. Or will they show a snippet from where he's gone? No, I think he's coming back. He's coming back. He wants his his father to watch it all go down, and he wants to watch his father watch it. Yeah. You know? Mm. He's, I mean, he, he said to, it a bunch. He ha- like that, that. That can't be the last time we've seen Lucas. Yeah, it's yeah. just no, not story wise. It's just not happening. I, I don't mean it's the last time we'd see him. I just didn't know where we would see him. He's gonna be, be back. Yeah, because what if he goes meets Kara? Maybe she can't come back. Maybe we have to see that back there. You know, I don't no, know. No, Lucas I think, doesn't know Kara though. I thought he knew everyone. Well, no. I mean, Josh Kara only has something to do with Josh because. They were boyfriend girlfriend, so mm-hmm. I don't think Lucas is Lucas would be interested at all in someone named Carr. I think he's more interested in no, like but they the, might cross paths I, just coincidentally. I don't. I know. think the the final battle has to take place. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that, Jesse? 
Excuse you. Sound effects. <laughs> I, the, I'll take it. We know the final battle has to take place in Terra Nova, so there's not, there's no way that Luke is not going to be part of that. And I think. No, it, I, I mean, if there is any resilience on his part, he's going to be dragged into it by the Sixer bosses or whatever you want to call him. You know, okay. um, because they, if he knows how to communicate back and forth between the worlds, they're going to have to take him so that that way they know they can get back. Uh, to twenty one forty nine, if if need be. Yeah, I'll go on the record. I say hundred percent. Lucas wants to see his dad see it, yes. and he wants. I feel like there's going to be like sparring between Lucas and and Commander Taylor, where maybe they go. You know, it's like in Gangs of New York, um, in the opening scene with Daniel Day Lewis and um, uh, the young Leo, but not Leo. Yeah, but um, Liam Liam Neeson mm-hmm. when they're they're the two powerful guys one on this end and one on this end and they ultimately have to fight and one takes another's life and that's just like that ultimate showdown and so I think there's definitely going to be an ultimate showdown but I do think Lucas will probably not get killed I think he'll probably like cower down to his knees and be like daddy I love you interesting do we think the portal's gonna do we think this is the end of the portal is the portal gonna get destroyed I think that's a possibility and then Towards season the two is going to be about, uh, I don't know, rebuilding or I don't know. Because someone will get trapped yeah. on the other side. I'm excited to see a T-Rex, by the way. <laughs> Me too. I've been waiting. Wow. We got some brontosauruses. T-Rex. <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> um, that was kind of, that was a, that was a cool shot. They that showed was. at the end of the, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that was Steven Spielberg knowing, okay. Yeah. We got to get some T-Rexes <laughs> here. Yeah. Big, yeah. Um, any other sort of thoughts that you guys have? Um, I'm curious what. It's going to happen in the mirror if there's going to be any resolve with her and her daughter, if, you know, because mm-hmm. Lucas has been working so closely with Mira that maybe he knows how much she wants to see her daughter. It's true. So maybe he'll bring her back. Um, but maybe it wouldn't be the best time to bring her back because it's going to be a war and maybe he doesn't want her to get killed. But I think may I, I'm hoping there'll be some sort of something with Mira and her daughter. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, well, uh, you can. As we sort of wrap out this episode, um, feel free to uh, tweet us your thoughts. Um, why don't we go around the room starting with you? Tweet us your thoughts about what you think about my hat, <laughs> um, but also maybe about Terra Nova. Not as important, but uh, uh, tweet at me at Kristen Carney, and it's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y, uh, and go to my blog, SweatTheSmallStuffWithKristen.com, and share it with your friends, because your friends deserve to know about cool things, too. Kendra? <laughs> Uh, my Twitter handle is at Kendra Cavasell. It's K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E, um, which is the same thing as my website, KendraCavasell.com. Everything's on there, my blogs, other stuff that I'm doing. Fair enough. And uh, for me, just just keep checking after Buzz. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> um, by the way, for the few people that cross over from Terra Nova to the modeling world, you guys can catch these guys oh, yeah. tomorrow on Scouted. Um, they have a great interview coming up. Scott Lips. Yeah. Did I say his yes. name correctly? Yes. Yes, yes, yeah, I did. Uh, again, the 1% of you that actually know the modeling world <laughs> can tune into that tomorrow. Yeah, that overlap. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with the two-hour season finale. Ours won't be two hours. <laughs> <laughs> or will it? All right, Jesse, take us out of here, brother. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz, buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals. 